All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Life Talks with your girl, Kaylin. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read my second blog post for you guys. Um, it just talks about fitness. It's specifically geared towards healthcare professionals. However, you do not have to be a healthcare professional to listen, to read. You can take from this what you will, apply what you can to your own life if you're not a healthcare professional. Um, so without further ado, here we go. So what do you think of when you hear the word fitness? Do you dread the thoughts you have surrounding it? Roll your eyes? Or on the contrary, do you find the fit life, and I'm using air quotes, appealing, but you have no idea where to start? Are you thinking you couldn't possibly implement implement a fitness routine into your healthcare schedule? Why is it important to incorporate fitness into our lives? You see, fitness isn't just the fitspos you see on Instagram. It isn't about posing to get the best angle for a pic or about getting the perfect body. Fitness is about your well-being. It's about becoming strong, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. It's about building a body, a routine, a lifestyle that you're proud of. Fitness doesn't equal hours of cardio or doing workouts that consist only of burpees. Fitness should be fun and it should be beneficial and it should add exponentially to your life. Do you wanna live a long and active life? Do you wanna be able to swing your grandkids around, take the stairs without getting winded and have strength to physically support your patients when needed? With this article, we'll dive into why the physical and aesthetic benefits of fitness alone are enough reason to hop on board, but we'll also cover how you'll make mental and emotional gains you never even dreamed of. Through fitness, I've not only become physically able to lift and care for my patients, but I have a positive outlet for stress and my mental toughness has increased tenfold. When you lift heavy things in the gym, you can lift heavier things in life too. As nurses, or any healthcare slash shift worker for that matter, there are a few hard facts we have to deal with. We lack sleep, a consistent schedule, time for ourselves, and we are doused in stress every time we walk into work. Not your average stress either. This is life or death stress, which, as you already know, hits different. Since we're so busy giving 110% of ourselves when we're on the clock, our routines for ourselves off the clock tend to suffer. We have poor coping mechanisms, we lack the energy to cook large healthy meals so we jump to eating whatever's quickest and easiest. We cut sleep short so we can try to have some semblance of a normal life on our days off and we barely have time to recoup before we're back for more. Now, let me preface this by saying I absolutely love what I do. I worked hard to become a nurse and I'm humbled at the opportunity to serve. But there's no denying this is hard work and it's not for the lighthearted which is why I find fitness to be such a vital part of my routine to stay healthy. In order for my mind and body to stay well, I must take care of myself when I'm off shift, and it's time you give yourself that gift too. When you are recharged, you can give better of yourself. When you are cared for, you can care for others. When you take the time to acknowledge yourself and what you need, you can only benefit from it, and so will everyone else around you. Taking care of yourself is no longer a luxury, it's a necessity. We are no longer giving out medals for functioning on four hours of sleep. You are worthy enough to have a routine and a schedule outside of work that fills your cup until it's overflowing. This coming from yours truly, a travel nurse who has been there with you during tough shifts, who has had sleepless nights, who used to not know how to manage her stress or her eating habits, 
who has inconsistencies in her schedule just like you, and who also moves around about every three to six months. Essentially, I live out of a few suitcases and whatever else fits in my car. I see you, I hear you, I resonate with you. And I'm also here to tell you that having a lifestyle that's healthy inside and outside of work is possible. And now it's our new standard. I wanna change our narrative. Gone are the days where we preach to our patients, telling them to eat healthier and make sure they exercise, but then not follow that advice ourselves. No longer are we going to become so drained from work that on our days off, we default to stress eating, shoddy sleep, and spiraling down a rabbit hole of unhealthy habits that don't serve us. We are worth more than that. So let's dive in. So what does it mean to be healthy and fit? What if I told you that true health means getting eight hours of sleep, drinking water to keep yourself hydrated, exercising how it feels good to you, managing stress, and eating lots of yummy foods that, yes, include carbs. What if I told you that the number on the scale doesn't matter if you look good naked? Did that make you pause? I hope so. We are so focused on the wrong things about health and wellness that it deters us from making the progress that each and every one of us is capable of making. So let's break it down. Why is exercise important? Why do we tell our patients to exercise? To get right to the point, it helps you live longer. You improve your cardiovascular health, joint mobility, increase energy levels, feel good about yourself, decrease injury risk in and outside of work, improve cognitive capabilities like memory and brain function, reduce feelings of anxiety and depression, speed up your metabolism, encourage more restful sleep and boost your mood. When you work out, your brain releases chemicals called endorphins and dopamine, which are your feel-good hormones, and it actually clears away chemicals that make you feel stressed and anxious. When you're exercising, you're physically changing the chemical makeup in your brain. Um, hi, awesome. That's why you always feel better after a workout. You feel more motivated, more positive, and you get a burst of energy. That's the release of those chemicals. When you do this on a continuous basis, your brain is consistently lit up with mood-boosting hormones, clearing away your toxic hormone buildup, regulating your stress response, and amplifying your ability to retain information and improving memory as well as your capacity to think more quickly. In short, it sharpens the firing of your neural pathways, makes you feel great, and benefits your body. What is exercise and what should you do? Now, let's talk about what exercise is. Exercise by definition is described as activity requiring physical effort. Pretty vague, which if you think about it means you have a vast number of options for getting your physical activity in, i.e. you can tailor it to you. There are some exercise methods that are more beneficial than others, but the bottom line is that any movement is better than no movement. The best exercise I can recommend is weightlifting. Now, these are the questions I hear all the time. Why do you say this, Kaylin? I'm not a bodybuilder. I don't want to get yoked, thank you very much. Won't lifting make me bulky? I'm a girl and I don't want to look like a dude. Like I said, these are some of my favorite comments and they make me smile because they're complete misrepresentations of weightlifting. So let me dispel these myths for you. Girls, weightlifting does not make you bulky. I know you've heard this a billion times before now. You would have to train intensely and intentionally for years to accumulate the type of muscle that would make you look like a bodybuilder. You will not stumble upon that physique, I promise. What weightlifting does do 
is shape your muscles to give you that toned look you hope for. It reduces saggy skin, increases circulation, burns more calories than cardio does, and gives you a positive sense of self because you're lifting heavy things, and that shows you how strong and capable you are. It also opens the door of possibilities to all that you can do. Fun fact for you. The more muscle you have, the more calories you are burning at rest. Muscle uses more energy, aka burns more calories, to keep your body functioning normally at rest. Protein is the most thermodynamically dense food, which means it takes more energy for your body to break it down, digest, and absorb than carbs or fats. This means the more protein you eat, the more calories your body is burning to break it down. The more protein you eat, the more muscle you build, which then enhances the weight you can lift in the gym, which makes you burn more calories so you can eat again, and the happy cycle continues. Essentially, the more muscle you build, the more calories you burn, the more you can lift, and the more toned your body becomes. Second fun fact, lifting weights not only burns calories during your workout, but because your body has to repair those muscles, you're continuously burning calories for 24 hours after your workout too. Therefore, weightlifting trumps cardio. Cardio only burns calories during your workout. Once you stop your workout, you stop burning calories. Now, if you like to run or do other forms of cardio, that's fantastic, I fully support it. Again, working out at all is better than nothing. But I want the misconception that doing hours of cardio is the only way that you're gonna get in shape. How to fit working out into your healthcare schedule. To put it simply, don't run yourself into the ground. If you work three days a week, you can have a three to four day workout split. You don't need to be working out five, six, seven times a week to see progress. Remember, rest is one of the best things you can give yourself, along with proper hydration, good nutrition, and stress management. To play devil's advocate, it also comes down to owning up and taking responsibility for yourself. You do have time. You can work out. It's time to look at ourselves and see where we're making excuses so we can make the choice to be healthy. Personally, I do a four-day workout split. Two lower body days, two upper body days. I make sure on my days off, I give myself a good night's sleep and then I go to the gym in the morning. That's personally my preference. Some people like to work out in the afternoon. You just find what works for you. If there's a week you had at work that was particularly stressful and you wake up on your day off exhausted, don't feel like you need to push yourself to go to the gym. As adults, we need to hold ourselves accountable and decipher when our mind is saying, eh, I don't feel like going, and when our body is telling us, I cannot go. That said, if you have no true reason not to get to the gym, go. Your body and your brain will thank you for it afterwards. How to stay consistent in the gym as a travel nurse. Again, take from this what you will. Not everyone I know is a travel nurse, so you can still apply this to yourself. First tip, find a gym chain that has plenty of locations across the U.S. Make sure to tell them when you sign up you're a travel nurse, and you'll need to make sure your membership is transferable to all locations. If they give you pushback, you might have to investigate another gym. A few gyms that I've already researched that have tons of locations and don't break the bank are Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, and 24-Hour Fitness. There are certain gyms that are more consolidated on each coast, so if you plan to stay on a certain coast, that gym might be better suited for you. For example, Gold's Gym is popular on the west and east coast, but the memberships aren't always transferable to each location. Export Fitness, whoop whoop, shout out, I used to be a trainer there, <laughs> is popular in the Chicagoland area and the east coast. 
Anytime Fitness is centrally located in the Midwest. And these are just a few gym chains that are relatively inexpensive. They range from 10 a month to 60 a month, depending on what plan you want for yourself. Um, they definitely get the job done. Always ask about cancellation fees as well. Since you are a traveler, it might be more likely you'll have to cancel for unforeseen circumstances. All the gyms I've called and talked to about plans are very understanding and they should be happy to answer all your questions. Tip number two, think of it as another way you get to explore. You're exploring your new city as a traveler, so you might as well explore a new gym too. All gym layouts have a slight difference that can keep your workouts interesting and stimulating. Bringing a friend with you to the gym always helps if you're nervous to get started. It can be a fun way to connect with fellow nurses on the unit if you find out they wanna get into the gym too. Third tip, most gyms will give you a free pass to try out the gym for a day or a week. This changed during COVID, but since restrictions have loosened, um, ask and see if they're doing any trial passes. This will let you experience the gym before you sign on. We can do hard things, a quote by Brene Brown, love her. <laughs> I hope this served you in clarifying what you thought about fitness, and I hope it gives you a little pep in your step to make caring for yourself a priority. Remember, fitness isn't about showing off. It's about bettering yourself and making sure you have an extraordinary quality of life. If the gym is a little intimidating for you, grab yourself some resistance bands and at-home weights and start there. Get comfortable with the movements and weightlifting in general and then move to the gym. Don't wait too long though. You don't have to have it all together. You do have to start. Everyone in the gym is there to level up and create a better version of themselves. There's a lot more camaraderie there than you realize, and that's actually what made me fall in love with the gym in the first place. I wish you all the best, and if you ever doubt yourself, know that I'm over here cheering you on. Whoop, whoop. And hey, if we're ever in the same state, you're more than welcome to come hit a lift with me. Yours truly, Nurse Caitlin.